Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Adam's Mystery Playhouse podcast. Adam's Mystery Playhouse, of course, is Colorado's only full-time mystery dinner theater. I am your co-host, Nick Weida, and uh, with me, as always, my partner in crime, Marn Wills-Quayar. And how are we today, Marn? Oh, well, my gosh, I tried to to cut my hair right before the podcast, and somehow I've, I've, I've cut the whole right side of my hair off and it it looks awful uh. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sorry sorry to, sorry to hear that too bad this isn't video yeah, right. <laughs> wait, a, wait a second marn who are these other people do we have guests today yes we do have guests and they're chiming in because they we, they're that's the way they are and we're welcoming <laughs> back we're welcoming back olivia donnell how you doing today olivia i'm doing great how are you Mar- oh i know how you are yeah yes yes wait a minute olivia donnell from episode four that that's the one I don't believe it. That's the episode we recorded right after episode three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wasn't that before five? Well, it was right, but it was right. Well, it was it was around the time we were getting ready to record five. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Now, now I'm remembering. And uh, we're we're bringing in a an old friend. Well, she's not that old, but she's a friend. Uh, <laughs> Careful, careful. <laughs> uh, been with the troupe for many, many years. Nancy Fromhart. How are you doing today, Nancy? Oh, living the quarantine dream, Marn. Hmm? Yeah. Quarantine dream. That kind of rhymes. I like that. I like the fact that, Nancy, as far as long as we've been doing this podcast, I'm pretty sure you're the only guest Marn has ever introduced as old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I take it as a compliment. Yeah. Wait. Thank you what? for the clue, Nick. Well, I'm just telling you, just watch your back in this episode, Nancy. Okay. <laughs> well, Nancy, do you remember when you auditioned at that church over on Garrison? Yes, I do, Marn. I absolutely do. That was that was really something. We had a big, fairly big turnout that day, and I don't even know where I put that out for people to respond to that. Do you remember? Yeah, it was in the newspaper when they used to put uh, audition notices, you know, in the in the newspaper. Oh, I wish they'd still do that. But anyway, you were there, David Hardison was there, and a bunch of other people. I, But mostly you and David uh, have kind of stuck around and done a lot of great shows. Yeah. You're funny, and I could see that. And I can't remember if we did any improv or we read from a script, but it was like, oh, and that's... And how many people have come up to you and I and asked if we're sisters? Quite a few, Marn, quite a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I did a uh, monologue. It was a Neil Simon monologue. Mm. And you, uh, after I did it, do you remember what you said to me about that I ought to do? Oh, I, I, I'm going to guess that I said you need to do Phyllis Diller. Yep, yep. And uh, so I did, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, I went to Las Vegas and saw her close out her act after I had 
started doing her and mm-hmm. her yeah she she was in her 80s and she was finishing out her uh stand-up career and i sent a headshot that had a picture of me as her backstage with a note and about two three weeks after i got home i got a package from her she sent me about six different headshots of her in her outfits and one of her jewel old jeweled cigarette holders and a note it was fantastic oh wow. my gosh how cool yeah. well you 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 do a heck of a phyllis diller i mean you nail it and yeah uh, it's it's too bad yeah. people nobody knows who she is though really anymore you know yeah yeah you got to be old like we are to know Phyllis. <laughs> there she goes again nancy i tried to warn you i know i know <laughs> nancy nancy was we're talking about a performer who doesn't work with us anymore <laughs> and we're just going to call him michael m so there's no lawsuit so nancy <laughs> was remembering one that happened at the golden hotel yep it was right at after we just started doing the buffalo bill show it was during cheat sheet bits and and michael was doing his magic tricks and he set this woman's hair on fire in the front at one of the front tables. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. And he got mad at her. I mean, here she is trying to get the fire off of her head and he's getting mad at her for reacting like that. It was like, oh my God, you just set this lady's hair on fire. What I remember is when is entering the unmistakable smell of Burning hair. <laughs> oh, it's it's hard to believe we 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 didn't try to harder to keep him. <laughs> hey, what other funny moments do you remember, Nancy? I have a hard time remembering anything except the slip ups. What do you? Well, you know, almost all the funny ones I can think of had Doug in them. Because one of them that stands out to me was we when we first started doing uh, Harley uh, the the motorcycle one at the very beginning julie was gonna sing several times during the show do you remember that mark mm-hmm. yeah because i remember doug and i were standing up on the stage julie was up there and i don't know where you were nick but it was before the death and um <laughs> and julie i mean this is not during chi chi bits this is during the actual show all of a sudden she steps down off the stage and she starts singing one of those 50s songs <laughs> and Doug turns to me and he goes is this a musical <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing it's like right in the middle of this that was hilarious and uh, uh the murder mortuary show Nick that one uh I really loved that character except I can't remember Mrs. Mrs. Prattle that's right Prattle yeah, you were good in that uh, playing off of Doug you know because he was the weirdo guy who lived in the basement and stuff and and the, his re- requited love for Mrs. Prattle was that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, that's the I, one. Because I like that line when in living, and he says something to you like, "You mean all these years together in the house, and you feel the same way?" And then your line was, "No, you creep me out." Yeah, I know. <laughs> and not to correct you, Nancy, but it's unrequited love. Unrequited oh. means not holding back, whereas requited oh. is yeah. So you you. You probably want to do unrequited on that so that he can fall into your arms. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, just so you know, that Nancy, during really during most of your story, Marn was getting out the dictionary. <laughs> oh, was she? <laughs> to, to, oh, that's to, good. To, to, to correct you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad somebody looks at that. My students never do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Now, so talking about your students, for you listeners out there, Nancy not only uh, performs with us at Adams Mystery Playhouse, she does a bunch of other things, and she is a college professor. Is that right, Nancy? Yes. Yep. I teach writing, composition. I've ha- I've taught so many different things. I, d- I don't know if you knew this, Marn and Nick, but I taught drama at the middle school level for four years. I didn't. And then, did I? Yeah, that? and then I had to check into an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that's it get me out of here what what do you teach olivia i i i get don't you also give scooter lessons so people can learn how to drive a drive a scooter uh, speaking about the scooter you know i don't know if anybody's ever gotten a ticket i took my i got a ticket for running three stop signs and i took it to court because they gave me they gave me four points on my license that this is not right. So, and I thought, well, the guy's not going to show up. And uh, he showed up for a scooter charge. So I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't do it. All I'm saying is four points is a lot. What were you doing running three stop signs? You're like a scoff, scoff law. <laughs> uh, it was a Sunday morning and a beautiful day and nobody was out. What the heck? Why do you have to stop? I agree. That's, that's like me. You know, I've said this before. Why do I have to say hello to somebody I see all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Olivia, where was the cop that was watching you? I don't know, but he had me on video. He he brought it to to court. I said, look, I'm just going to talk to the prosecutor. He goes, I am the prosecutor. I have you on video. (laughs) You're a dog. You're a dog. (laughs) Man, they... They really wanted you. I they you. did. They were after me. So now, now instead of going 40 miles an hour, I go 30 miles an hour on my scooter. And people... Can I get a copy of that video? Because I would like... <laughs> I'd like to have a copy. <laughs> to see you on that scooter, you know. Because, you know, just... <laughs> I know. Hey, I just thought of a funny thing from the Bernice murders. Marn, do you remember that one show? I think it was almost the last show in the run of it. I don't know if it was the very last one run we did, but I don't know what someone said, but you and I did the um the Titanic thing where you're hanging off the off the end of the the boat and I had my arms around you. Do you oh yeah that? and the bow. Yeah you're hold you're holding yeah. me by the waist. And I have my and, arms out. Da, 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 yeah, da, da. And, yeah. And I said, and and uh, I I was holding on to you, and I I I think you said, kind of under your breath, you know, really hold me because I am really leaning. And I go, it's all right. Do you still trust me, Rose? <laughs> and um, I remember the the way in the back, there was all these people that stood up and just started clapping. You know, because of uh, that one little part, it was really funny. Oh, yeah. It, it was so spontaneous. That's what was so fun about it. It was like we didn't plan it. It just happened. And I can't remember what someone else said, 
that made us do that. But I could see you, and I was thinking the same thing. And you were you walked over to the edge, and I just went and put my arms around you. It was just like we knew it was like it was planned, but it really wasn't. Oh yeah, it was fun. Those are the magic moments. Those are totally the magic moments. And oh what yeah, what show was that? That was the Bernice murders. Really? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you were. You were probably zoned out over on the other side of the stage. <laughs> but you know the Bernice murders. I gotta, I gotta say something. Um, I, Nick, I can't remember. I well, I knew that I had matching polyester suits because this lady in Golden had donated a lot of her clothes from the '60s uh, to the theater, and she apparently loved polyester leisure suits. So I had one in mint peach, yellow, and baby blue. So I've got these polyester suits and I'm thinking we got to be able to use these for something. But Nick, I don't remember. Did we, did we decide to have the Bernice murders because we had the suits or did we decide? No, no, it was when I, when I wrote Murder in the Luau, we had the cousins, Phil and Bernice, and all three of you played Bernice in the productions. You said, let's use the polyester suits. And like you just said, I've got one in this color, that color, and everyone had one. And then after the run of that show of Murder at the Luau, you became obsessed with doing a show, some kind of Bernice show with all three of you. And you went through all these different versions of a, a musical review, just all these, it just went on and on. And then we came up with the uh, the mystery where you were all in it. Oh, that's yeah. right, because we wore the polyester suits in the Luau yeah, uh, as right. as Bernice, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but you know, speaking of part sharing, I think the three of us really nail because we've changed murder on a Harley, where Flo is not a motorcycle driver anymore; she a motorcycle rider. Mm -hmm. She is a beautician, and man, I think the three of us just nail that in a totally different manner. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just yeah. hope we're not going to be coming up with the Flo murders. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm ch Yeah. I don't know why I did, but I'm ch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the extra ch <laughs> Not I. I don't know. Well, somebody did an extra ch and it didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh. You, and we did that one in Keystone in that massive ski lodge. Yeah, and we did the the big chase scene. <laughs> oh god, god. Oh, that was horrible. Well, we did. Just we horrible. did. We it actually ended up being a fairly successful gig, but we put a lot. Marn and I put just a ton of planning into it to figure this out. And the day of the show, or the day before. They called and they were discussing it and they were like, well, we really don't want to do a murder. Can, can we, can it be some kind of IT hack? You're <laughs> it was like the day before the show. So uh, we went up there and, and so what we did was, cause nobody got murdered instead of somebody dying and coming back. I was up there from the get go as a, uh, I, I wore like a police policeman's outfit and then Doug played Bosco, uh, but nobody got murdered. And at some point, you know, Martin's like, okay, now <laughs> we did this chase all the way through this thing. We're like, Doug, I don't remember who was, fir who was first. I think it was 
Doug. Somebody stole my, <laughs> we're like, we're running around <laughs> and we're running through this whole thing. And the people are looking at us. He stole the thing. I can't. Well, it. it was so spread out and there were all these different levels. And so there were people looking over a balcony or on a stairway or in a back hallway. I mean, it was so uh, disjointed, but mm. we gathered everybody. You'll remember this, Nick. This is so funny. We gathered everybody up for the, we had people fill out ballots because we did the walk around to give our testimony. That was the only way we could do it. Then we gave them ballots. They filled them out. Then we gathered the ballots and we told people to gather around to listen to the ballots. But as we're collecting the ballots, Marco was on the gig and Nick's reading the ballots, get pre preparing to uh, state them for the audience. And he goes, none of these are funny. And Marco goes, <laughs> we'll just make up a funny one. <laughs> and so do yeah. you remember that, Nick? I'd forgotten that part. Because <laughs> you know, Marin goes, "Well, you will pull out the funny ones, and you re and, and and you just read like a handful of the ones that are funny, <laughs> and that's like, and so none of them are funny." Yeah, that's right, Marco. We'll just make them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, everyone. Another exciting episode. But let's move on to the closing portion today. Uh, we're going to change it up just a little bit, but we are going to start with the solution to last episode's mini-mystery, A Broken Engagement. Why was the professor practically certain that Molly was involved in this horrible murder? Molly said she had retired at 10 after locking her door, and she had not awakened until Fordney knocked on her door. Yet, just a few minutes after uh, Dot had been murdered, the professor idly shaped the wax of the candle on her desk. This would have been impossible had the candle not been burning just a few minutes before he entered. So there you have it. But now we're going to do something different. In lieu of our standard mini-mystery, we mentioned earlier in this episode... Uh, one of our favorite shows called The Bernice Murders, we thought we would read the opening scene from The Bernice Murders. Uh, and, and so in this scene, I play Eddie Melvin, but the Bernices all have nicknames. Olivia is playing Bernie, Marn is playing Nisi, and Nancy is playing Nusi. So here we go with the opening scene from The Bernice Murders. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's always a pleasure uh, for me to entertain you fabulous passengers on the Countess Luxury Cruise Line. Now, we thought we'd have some fun tonight and play our own version of the dating game. So let's meet these fabulous bachelorettes. From Steubenville, Ohio, our first bachelorette is Bernice Fish. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Bernice? Well, I'm a professional photographer with the Steubenville Department of Motor Vehicles. Um, my hobbies include uh, scrapbooking, rumba dancing, uh, casseroles, and baking. I just love cooking. Well, that's great, isn't it? Now, our next bachelorette is originally from Port Deposit, Alabama, but she currently resides in Pismo Beach. Let's meet Bernice Grunion. Oh, come on, a little history, Bernice. Hobbies? Well, yes, 
I have a lot of exhilarating hobbies. Scrapbooking, yoga, collecting beanie babies, and beekeeping. Beekeeper by day and big girl by night. (laughs) (laughs) And now our final bachelorette hails from the bustling metropolis of Edgewater, Colorado, Bernice Pollock. Bernice uh, says here that you're recently retired. That's right. After a very exciting 40-year career at O'Toole's Garden Center, I spend most of my time now scrapbooking, raising my prize-winning flowers, and feeding my 12 cats. Meow. Well, it says here that uh, once on a dare, you ordered the seven-pound breakfast burrito at the Jack and Grill. Uh, Did you finish the burrito? Are you kidding me? It was seven pounds. <laughs> I once had a dream that I ate a seven-pound marshmallow, and when I woke up, my pillow was gone. <laughs> what? Now, I, I understand that uh, you uh, gals actually all know each other. Yes, we've been friends for 30 years. We met on a cruise to the Bahamas in 1985. <laughs> Yeah, but you're uh, you're all named Bernice. That must get confusing. Damn, they call me Bernie. I- I'm called Nisi. Well, what do they call you? Nusi. Nusi. Yeah, we ran out of nicknames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. And if you want to know what happens next, the Bernice murders will be playing here at Adams Mystery Playhouse this summer, August fourteenth through September. 12th, get your tickets now before they all sell out. But that, I believe, everyone will wrap it up for today. And, of course, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Oh, I fixed my hair! And please join us for our next podcast from Adam's Mystery Playhouse.